This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Ryback Show Monday Live. I am the big guy, Ryback, presented by Feed Me More Nutrition. I want to say thank you to everybody uh, watching the live streams on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22, and streaming over here, Ryback TV on YouTube, Ryback Rules on Twitch, and Ryback on Twitter. Uh, also, don't mind the huge scab on my nose with everybody, Ryback, the red-nosed wrestler, uh, for the next few days, I actually on Friday. Remember, I, I, I on the broad, I had a skin tag deal, and it has I had this cream that burns the skin tag off. Well, I had a little mark on my nose, and I go, "Let me go ahead, and I'm going to put a little bit of on my nose." You got to use a toothpick to do it because it burns your skin. And what it does is it burns it deep, and then it scabs over, and then it falls off. It takes about four to five days for the whole process. Usually about five, day five, day six. It, it's completely gone, and I think today's day three. So, and uh, but I got more of it on my nose than I needed, and because it, it's really hard to control how much you put on with the toothpick. As far as it, like once it touches the skin, it, it's it's not like you can get it on, and then I'm going to wipe it off. And I did wipe a portion of it, and it, it just scabbed up a good portion of the nose. And this is the best it's looked. And uh, but here I am. You just throw it out there, and. Uh, it looks beautiful. It looks just like a just a nice scab on the end of the nose. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you for joining me on here. Super chats are brought up uh, on Ryback TV on YouTube, guaranteed to get answered. All other questions I get to as I see anything that comes up. This show, this podcast is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition Premium Supplement Sweet with Stevia and Among Fruit. No artificial sweeteners or colors. Vegan friendly for men and women on Feed Me More. Dot com guys we have our december free shipping no shipping on feedmemore.com and all no shipping on feedmemore.com no shipping fee on feedmemore.com all of december and the free gift this month is the feed me more nutrition the drawstring gym bag there a lot of people love the drawstring gym bags so i'm giving you one of those for free 
as your free gift for ordering the best supplements on the planet, guys. You can sign up for my weekly uh, text message or email. Each one, you get a 25% off code. It's, you could actually save huge in December right now by signing up for one of those. You get exclusive discounts and a message of positivity. And my thought of the week on the email and text, one message a week on that. No spam with exclusive discounts not made available anywhere else. And you also, guys, you'll be get the 25% discounts for signing up and free shipping and a free gift. Really, really take advantage of that here on feedmeboard.com. All right, what do we got going on? Good to see everybody. We've got Jake. Jake here, Jake Truman, buddy, a regular uh, viewer. Thank you, Jake, very much. It's good to see you. I hope everything's going well for you, buddy. Always nice to see you. Uh, everybody, The, the if you've noticed, my TikTok, uh, and I talked about it a little last week, it started getting weird about three months ago. But luckily for the four-year page, I was doing some huge numbers still because anything that was falling into that four-year page, I had a lot, you know, last month we did almost 90 million views for the month on TikTok, which is huge. And even that, though, wasn't great for me based off a lot of my posts are not fault, like they're not even getting anywhere. And I'm talking not even getting like 1% um, impressions. It would just be the four-year page ones was keeping everything going really well, as well as the lives. Well, now everything has been shut down. Everything that had fallen to the four-year page shut down, and uh, TikTok has not responded in three weeks. There's a lot of stuff going on, stuff going on with WWE, as I've talked about. Uh, legally, there's some stuff I can't talk about uh, going on, but it seems they have gotten a hold of the TikTok, and I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that's not the case, uh, but the contact that I have as a content creator on there has not gotten back to me, uh, and this is the first time that since being on that platform that he's not gotten back and not gotten back in a matter of weeks, so, and then on every other way, social media, and every other contact, I have my other content creator, I have two contacts for that, they've not gotten back. And on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on TikTok, they've not gotten back. And uh, and that's the regular pattern of once I become suppressed on a platform, they stop communicating with me because they can't answer the questions because it's beyond obvious what's going on. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that's not the case on TikTok. And uh, hopefully, but I mean, I've gotten things. I had posts. I've had to delete posts. They're not getting views. I'm talking zero views after hours of being posted. And then others that are single digits with almost 2.4 million followers. We'll say it's 2.3, but approaching 2.4. And it's just the 10%. If you go based off of the most social media platforms, is 10% average impressions per post. I should be getting anywhere from 230 to 240,000 impressions and views. And I'm not. I'm getting under three, 4,000 on a lot of them now. And there's some in the hundreds. So thank you to everyone joining me on there. Yeah, I don't expect a lot of you to understand, but imagine getting just cut off on every platform with what you're doing, your reach when you work for yourself. Regardless, even if you don't work for yourself, just getting cut off, it's, you're losing your voice and your reach on every platform. And uh, it's very, very frustrating. And I would not wish it on anybody. It is my problem I got to deal with, with this evil corporation. 
and it's going to get resolved. But I thank you all for that, that do join here, that do get the notifications. Um, but TikTok was the one platform that was very good for me, as they all had been at some point, and now it is no longer. It is now my worst performing uh, platform. So, Super Chat, Mickey Littman. Thank you, buddy. Hey, Ryback, I remember watching you. Just obliterate little dudes. It was fun. Thank you very much, Mickey. And uh, hopefully much more uh, just rampage and destruction uh, in the future. We've got another super chat, Amanda Reeves. Hey, cuz, have a cup of coffee on me. Thank you very much, Amanda. And I don't know which cousin Amanda Reeves is. I don't know if I've met, but you do have the last name Reeves, which is my last name. So I'm assuming that we are uh, related in some capacity. Greatly, greatly appreciated. That is three large Starbucks. These are now $3.20. This is a decaf organic Newman's own, though. I just use a Starbucks cup. Not bad. The Newman Zone is my favorite decaf, and it's organic. I hope you're doing well, Amanda, and thank you for the love and support. We got another William Schaffner. Thank you, uh, William, for the super chat. Stay strong, Ryback. You rock. Question, what is the best way to deal with haters? Great question. And this could differ from person to person. Um, and I find uh, I've altered and evolved my methods um, as I've gone along. And I think everybody has to go through their own process and journey on how they deal with, with negative, hateful people. Um, one of the things is, is, is in, as far as on social media, um, there's no escaping it, uh, and, and it exists in the real world, but but to a much lesser degree. And, and I've experienced a, a massive amount of hate, uh, primarily based around lies. So, but it doesn't matter. I still get a lot of the hate, and I get a massive amount of love as well. But I learned, and through my readings and listening to different self development books, and and being busy and using my time and learning who and knowing who and what I am, that uh, there's different strategies. And one strategy, like what now is I'm pretty much of the mindset now, uh, nobody's going to take my time away from me. They're not worth it. And I instant block. And there's many different people look at view the block button uh, in different ways. And you'll hear ever, you'll hear different content creators and people in in self-help uh, gurus and people that go, no, 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 I love my haters. I want them to post and see. And so I go, that's that's how they choose to handle it. I don't want a hateful, negative environment, especially with its people that don't know how to, to conduct themselves properly. You know, uh, and so it's, and I look at my time as very valuable and I'm not trying to convert the way that they're thinking anymore because there's there's 8 billion people on the planet nearly. And the people that do take the time to know and follow me, I'm okay with whatever portion there's going to be that just chooses to hate me because they don't, they truly don't know me enough, but they, whatever they, they base those thoughts off of cool. 
I'll respect that enough. And it's not block. I, I hope you suffer and it's block. I just don't have time for you. However, you choose to handle that block is on you with that. Um, so that's my strategy now. I block and I value my time and I try to just focus on the good as much as possible. Now, there's other little things that I've done it in the past that have helped me get to this point now is if someone does say something to you and it truly, truly upsets you and triggers you and you need to do something about it, the thing that I find that works really well and as well as it exposes them to other people is leaving a kind message to them. And what I find is just leaving that message in their their hate being seen by other people um, gives me the sense of completion as I it would arguing with somebody. But I'm not going to waste my time arguing with somebody. I'm going to leave it on a positive note. I'm going to practice that over and over and over. And then eventually it's, I value my time. I value my time so much. I don't even think giving this person a 15-second response or a 30-second response is worth it. Block, hurry, go about my day. Um, that, so that's another little strategy you could use. The best thing we could do is learn to just post our content and post our stuff. And I know it's cool to interact. And the best thing we could do is live in the real world as much as possible and limit our time where we see stuff. And I've dealt with this because having my brand in my business and having to post all the time and be interactive and interact and, and, and right, I would be exposed constantly to, to love and hate to where eventually I just figured out, I go, I just like, I take Twitter off my phone. I only put it on on select times to do a little work, take it off. Cause that's by far the worst platform as far as uh, people just acting irrationally and, and just responding very negatively, hateful over, over anything. Right. With that. So you limit your time. You live in the real world. You do things that make you happy in the real world. It makes the hate that's online a lot less powerful, if that makes sense with that. But at the end of the day, it's, you just look at them and they go, typically people that are, that are, and it's not always, this isn't like a hundred percent thing, but a lot of the times the people that are acting out in that ma manner and, and going, they're not just doing it to you. If you look at and actually follow their account, you'll see they're going and doing it to, to everything. These are people that are not in a good mental space. And, and, and it's the thing that we, we lose sight of. And I've talked about this with other wrestlers and people is that if these people, we were to see them in real life and they said the comment that they, they, they tweeted or, or wrote in your comment section or DM you, if they said that in real life, we would just laugh at them because you would actually physically see what they look like. And then second of all, 99.9% .9 of the time, that comment's not getting made in real life. But just by chance that it was, that like it's it's not powerful because they're not powerful, right? And you can see that and feel that, and you're like, oh, I feel sorry for that person. But on, online, you don't have this, and there's no context with a lot of stuff. And, and people can oftentimes say things that they would not dare say in the real world with that but it is what it is and that's why it's up to us though to figure us out and that way that it's just like i'm a machine now like i could just see it block go keep going block block talk to people i like it's a very simple i just look at it as why are we going to invest 
any of our valuable, precious time on people like that. Let them figure themselves out. And then if they come back and make a new count down the line, and they, and I had, I've had it happen. I've had it happen. A lot of people go, I was completely wrong. I'm so sorry. It was my fault. And I, you go, you seem like a great guy. Great. I don't even, I don't even give that a response. But I, I get messages like that more often than not because they wanted to read a negative article and then then believe something and then just look for a reason to hate. And then when they, they finally just couldn't deny it anymore, they realized that they were the person that was wrong. But when you got people, regardless, just taking their time, spreading hate on other people, you just look at you go, they have nothing going on in their lives worth living for, where that's the number one thing you're living for. And people that are like that, they're, they're so unhappy and they, that they, they, they like try to, they try to spread unhappiness to others. So it, it's, there's a, there's a lot of different ways to handle it. And, and, am I, and I'm not going to, there's not a one thing that fits all with that. But I think if you, there's at the end of the day, if we, we cherish our time and value our time, we're not going to spend it arguing with people online because we'll, we'll end up not getting anything done with our lives at the end of the day. Right. And that's where I just look at it and I go, that's why I block. It's not blocking like to like hate or like it's like, but everyone handles the block button differently. And there'll, there'll be people that go, Oh, you're, you're sensitive. You're there's this or that. I go, no, I don't allow people to disrespect me, especially when I'm not having disrespected you. You don't even know me. And you're going to come and leave something like that or, or post a lie or post something that, you know, no, I'm not going to have that in my environment. And, and I encourage people to do it too, because when you allow people to leave hateful, negative comments in your post, it encourages more people to do that. But when you shut that stuff down right away, you show that, no, we're not going to tolerate this. And I'm more, if there's somebody and I, and I think they, they provide valuable information and I look at them and they go, that looks like, a, a, you know, that's a, they they presented their 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 message, uh, their critique or whatever they want in a respectful way. You leave it up with that. But if you post something that's a flat out lie and you're disrespectful and you name call, no time for that. I'm not trying to fix your brain. You got to spend some time on that yourself. And the majority of people never get that right. So that's just how me and I've had a lot of years of experience in dealing with it. Uh, and I just, now I just value time too much to, to, to let it even, you know, there's so many other good people out there. When we do these, there's so many good people, right? So it's like, why invest the energy that way when we could just have a good time and talk, those people are going to believe what they want to believe anyways. That brings up, you know, I also saw, uh, I was looking for some wrestling content for me on, on uh, TikTok. And I saw they had the uh, some stuff cycling recycling from when Punk did the podcast interview with all his lies, uh, and they actually had the video playing where he was saying I took twenty years off his career and the table spot, and where literally there's people in the comments going he went through the table the table broke, uh, and where he said he landed on concrete but he landed on padding. We all know we WWE we have padding all around the stunt area, and I call it's just a flat out lie, right? But then there's other comments, people saying how unsafe and how dangerous off of this one thing that was said from one person, right? And then people go, oh, yeah, Seth Rollins says he can't work with him. Complete lie. But people just post things and will go, they're going to believe whatever they're going to believe based off what they're reading. And what they're reading most of the time is garbage and made up lies that just hates on everything and everyone with that. 
But I just look, block the channel. I don't want to see it. I don't deal with it. Just move on with that. And uh, I got the video that I needed from them anyways. Move on. And uh, people are going to think and believe what they want to think and believe. We can only control how we process it and what goes through our, our brains. Did I miss? I think I missed a super chat. Tyler Young. Super chats plenty tonight. Thank you for the $9.99 super chat, Tyler. I hope you're doing well, buddy. Greatly, greatly appreciated. Yeah, tonight I will watch. I'm going to be watching the Monday night football game. Really into football this year. I'm hoping we get a, a Buccaneers-Patriots uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, that could, yeah. Patriots, uh, they're AFC and, and, and Bucks are NFC. That would be the, uh, the the great story for me. I think that's a great story for everybody. But yeah, I will watch a little bit of uh, Monday Night Raw later just to try to probably catch a couple matches. Amanda, hey, Amanda, thank you again. Mike Jr. is my dad, Big Mike. Seniors, my grandfather, they say hello. Tell them I said hello also. Yes, I haven't seen, I, I haven't seen Big Mike in forever. I haven't seen Mike Jr. I used to see him at, uh, when EOS Fitness was Gold's Gym many years ago when I used to go in there uh, to the location on Centennial um, off near the 215 over there. But it's good to see you, Amanda. I hope you're doing well. And uh, yeah, man, it's crazy how time flies. Uh, Miguel, thank you, dude. You are the king of, uh, unintentional comedy. I found you through the chip eating meme and I just crack up from your thumbnails alone. Memes aside, you are actually a really cool and down to earth guy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't know why the, the memes, this is again, a fascinating topic to me that I don't think some of you understand memes are a great thing. Memes are the number one way to connect to people. And allow people to, and now there's different levels. There's like good memes and bad memes. But like, I will argue all day long that the chip memes are awesome. The chip memes are in no way, shape, or form negative to me as a person or a brand. So it's like, I couldn't be any more thrilled. That chip video makes me more and more money every month on my YouTube channel. So I'm like, there's some people where I'm there like, they think like, man, I'm sorry, you, you, you became a meme. I was like, every wrestler is a meme. There's memes of uh, like anybody who's famous. Everybody has memes. If people are sharing content with you, and it it and it, it it's not like it's a negative. Like it's like, oh my god. And I give you the context of if I didn't have my supplement company and I'd left wrestling and had my injuries and like let myself go and wasn't doing anything with my life, and I was fat and out of shape. And I did that chip video out of like in a desperation thing would, but like that. And then that was being shared as the meme. Yeah. You could say, Oh, Ryback's fallen on hard times. This guy used to be this amazing powerhouse wrestler. And now he's let himself go. And, but like, that's not the case. The video was done on purpose to go viral. Every video I ever do, I want to go viral. So and that just happened to be the one. And I'm being suppressed on every platform. So the fact that that's even taken off despite all the suppression, like that thing should have 20, 30 million views, no doubt. But it is what it is. And then I know people can't understand that. They don't. But I know what's going on. 
through all my stuff. And I know for a fact the WWE attorneys are watching all my social media because they bring it up when they talk to my attorney all the time. So it's like, I go, none of this stuff is made up. And, and like, it, it's just, it's what I deal with. And, and I got to get it handled eventually one way or the other. And it will. Um, but yeah, the chip video is, is something that like, I'm happy that that's a meme and it's getting more and more popular. Oh, hey, Walter. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good, buddy. Oh, thank you very much, buddy. Uh, man, I greatly appreciate Yeah, please. I, I, I greatly appreciate you turning more people on to feed me more nutrition. And uh, the nose is uh, the nose is completely fine. It's just, it's a scab. Uh, and it, the mark that I had on my nose will be gone, uh, hopefully in the next few days. This scab will probably fall off in the next day or two because it's already starting to uh, today. It was it was actually worse the two days prior. So it's, uh, but yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's real, really stands out. If When you have a mark on your face, it's not as like, to me, as bad. But a mark on your nose is just like, it's a little more in your face. <laughs> Timmy, thank you for the super chat. When wrestling companies stay in one location arena, for example, Impact, is it a hurt uh, grow? Is it a hurt grower or a benefit to a company and wrestlers health-wise? No, I think, uh, so good question. Um the, the positives to when a, a, a company records in one location and they're not traveling is that you don't have to go live on the road and, and travel in rental cars and and stay in different hotels every night like they, the old WWE schedule that we did five nights a week. That's pure torture. It destroys your body. It destroys your mind. It's not it, – it, it, you're just in pain 24-7, one way or the other, especially if you're working full-time on everything. Right. And especially if you had injuries, underlying injuries like I did from from everything. Um, but when you record in one location like that, it makes things a little easier. Now, the drawback to that is, again, a lot of those arenas are not big, huge uh, arenas that you're going to go to down in, in the different cities. Uh, they're typically smaller. Crowd size is smaller. So just based off that, that's less energy that you can get in 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 from performing with that. Uh, so, so to me, that's, that's not as appealing. Uh, I like, I want as much energy. If I believe if you're going to do something, you want as many eyeballs on you as humanly possible, especially when you've done it at the highest level and, and had massive success at the highest level, you always want as much eyeballs, but everyone's at different points in their career and doing different things. And, but performing in front of those people is better than performing in front of 20. Right. So there's positives in that, depending on where you're at, in your career and whatnot. But I do believe, and we see it with NXT and we see it with like with Impact and the different shows that run and they can only fit a certain amount of people in there, is it really, it, it's hard to grow, in my opinion. Uh, not to say that it can't be done. I've just yet to see a company ever do it, right? And to me, I'd rather watch a Raw or SmackDown or, or an AEW uh, Dynamite or Rampage in the big arena with, with packed with people, preferably packed with people, right? And it's always a lot more fun with that.
But as far as on your body and things, it could be easier performing in those arenas um, based off of that, of having kind of having a set routine. You know, you know, the food places around, you know, the gyms, you just kind of have in every, whenever you record and you can get into a good routine for that. So there's positives and negatives to it for sure. Great question, Timmy. Uh, Christy, thank you for joining. Who are you rooting for in tonight's game? I, I think I'm rooting for the Patriots. I always liked the Patriots when Brady was there. So I'm really, really pushing for this Patriots Bucks uh Super Bowl. I think that's the uh if I, I'm the NFL commissioner, I'm uh <laughs> I'm trying to get that game uh for, for for the Super Bowl this year. We have the the people out there that say the NFL is rigged. Uh which like, and they say the players aren't in on it, but it's just the referees, which, you know, anything is possible. Uh, but that is, would be, is such a hard thing to control. Um, but if they, they definitely can influence things if they were, but it, so I don't know. Uh, I've, I've definitely, I've heard crazier things, but I would, uh, I'm rooting for the Patriots tonight. We got a lot of super chats tonight. Abby Pie, Abby, thank you for the 1999 super chat. You guys are just throwing cash. I feel like a stripper. The uh, Rye, huge fan. Who is currently your favorite female wrestler in WWE? This is a tough one. So, I, I have nothing against the women's wrestlers. I think they're all great people. I very, very rarely, very rarely in my whole time in WWE watched the women's matches just because I just didn't, it didn't apply to me. And I, I, I love them all. I think they're all amazing. And I just, I don't, I, I, I don't know who's my favorite WWE diva. I, I got along with all of them when I was there. Um, and, and I always, me and Becky always got along really well. Me and Charlotte always got along really well. And I'm trying to think, and other than that, I don't even, <clears throat> Bailey was really nice. Uh, she's out right now, right? So I don't know. I don't have a favorite per se on that, but I think they're all extremely talented and, and great. I just don't happen to watch uh, a lot of their their stuff. And it's nothing against them. I just, I just don't. I know a lot. They get oftentimes get the highest rated segments with with some of them, right? So that's it's that's a testament to to what they're doing. But we'll go. I think Becky right now though is doing because I saw one of her segments with like character stuff and is it big time Bex or whatever. I so I think. That's uh, is kind of like a female McGregor kind of deal from what I saw. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but seems like it's entertaining. Uh, Johnny, thoughts on Paul Heyman uh, calling you a schmuck? I uh, didn't know you guys had a beef. Well, I've said a lot about Paul. Um, and I've said a lot to Paul to his face there. Paul's never said anything negative to my face, nor, nor would he ever dare. 
Paul, after I, it's something online, finally, I think, uh, got under his skin enough, that, that thick, thick uh, skin that's holding in all the gravy. And he uh, and he, he goes, oh, I knew he was never going to be a star. He's a schmuck. And uh, and I and I just think he it makes me very happy knowing that I've I've riled up who many people think are the is the greatest like comic uh, talker or just whatever you want to call him. But I saw a video of him the other day with uh and Paul's and I'll give Paul I think Paul's great as a performer. I'm never gonna but Paul is a person. Get out of here. He's trash. And there's a lot of people. So many wrestlers kiss his ass, uh, and just because they're just they're Mark little wrestlers. And they don't, they think that's what they got to do to like, I'll tell him to his face. I think he's a fat piece of trash. And I have, <laughs> and, uh, and he sat there and he paid for all my beers while I told him what I thought of him. But while he held a butter knife in fear and punk was walking in circles, not doing a damn thing. Cause he didn't know what to do. Cause he knows if he would have came over there, that would have been the end for him on that. In that particular situation, when we were in the UK, when this went down. The uh, which eats them alive, and I love it because at the end of the day, no version of that guy could ever do anything to me at any state in my in my life or career. Um, Paul though did a video with Roman and the Usos where he he goes, "I put the Jew in jujitsu," and uh, and I'm just thinking like it's more like you put the Jew in jujubes, you fat schmuck, and uh, you know. But he he he's he's he could be very entertaining. Uh, on the microphone because because also though he tends to get more uh, verbal freedom than a lot of guys but there are so many guys that would tear him apart on the microphone if they were allowed to so and then little marks that always try to defend him and stuff they're clueless on who's capable of what on the microphone typically because in WWE it's a straight reading lines game for the most part Walter, thank you. Yes, uh, your uh, response to Sammy uh, for for thanking him, the big guy, was awesome. Thank you. I was uh, I saw that last night, and I and I put that out, and uh, I I could not stop laughing. And uh, I'm glad a lot of people uh, understood the the sense of humor and that is being sarcastic. There are some people I had to block a few people, believe it or not, that that thought I was being uh, serious and. Uh, that I was unaware that he was thanking God. And uh, it just, again, is, oh, goes over that portion of people's heads that uh, just fail to understand my sense of humor and personality. And, but I will say, I do have the big guy trademarked. God doesn't, as far as I know, at least by the USPTO. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm glad you like that, Walter. It seems like that's doing pretty okay on there. Beats my 0.5% impressions I usually get. Uh, William, thank you for the super chat again, buddy. Did you ever have interactions with Goldberg? Yes, one. He uh, he was at a Wrestle, Wrestle, Wrestle uh, Con during the WrestleMania weekend. He got inducted in New Orleans, I believe, into the Hall of Fame. He shot over to WrestleCon to say hello to a bunch of people. Cause I think, I don't know if Austin was, I think Austin might've been there and Austin maybe wasn't doing anything with WWE. I don't know if he was, there were some guys over there that he wanted to see. And he, he, he was over Ron Simmons and boogeyman were next to me. And uh, I forget who it is, but he was saying hello. 
uh, to somebody across and, and it made eye contact. He came over and said hello. And uh, just very brief interaction. Just, hey, hey, what's going on? Uh, congratulations on everything. Thank you. And just kept going. So, but uh, that was it with everything. I wish, uh, I'm trying to think if there was, he because I was the whole time I was in WWE, uh, they, they he had nothing to do with them. They had nothing to do with him. And, uh, and then I left and then he came there later that year after I left, right? Or earlier the next year, the thing with Brock. So that was it. But seemed like a very nice guy. He had, he looked like he was wired. He, I would have thought he drank two scoops of my wake up unlimited energy pre-workout when I saw him though. He was pretty gung ho. Yo, Man of Steel. Sorry, I just saw the comment. Yo, Ryback, few things. Try the Guardian Ultimate line. Somebody else mentioned that as well. I will check that out. Chicken breaded fillets were awesome. Also doing chicken. Also, what is the Gorilla supplement? I think I heard you mention. Yeah, the Gorilla Gas. And we're working on uh, with Moringa, uh, Sheila Jit, and uh, Organic Sea Moss. And uh, so it is going to be a, a just an a, essentially a natural, just antioxidant, multivitamin, uh, mineral complex that is just packed uh, because those those ingredients are just jam-packed with very, very good ingredients, uh, essential in ingredients that we need, vitamins and minerals uh, each and every day with that. And uh, we're just kind of finalizing a few things with it in the dosage uh, and whatnot. But and that will stack very well with the big guy testosterone booster. She legit is the real deal. She legit is, has added to my strength, I've noticed. And uh, I am a huge fan of that supplement. And somebody recommended it one day. I'm going to look into it. I ordered some, and uh, it is becoming a, a favorite of mine. But I will check out that ultimate line. I hope you're doing well, buddy. We're going to shell shock somebody out of Rybackville here. Uh, Super chat, Tyler. Thank you, buddy. Tyler Young, uh, I've paid too much to have this answered now. What are your thoughts on your three stages? <laughs> I've paid too much to have this answered now. What are your thoughts on your three stages of hell match with Cena at Payback 13? One of my favorites. Thank you very much. I posted some clips of that. Or one clip. Um I, I really enjoyed it. Me and Cena had had a lot of fun matches. We worked together for quite a while on live events. I, I did an entire European tour against John, main eventing, um, and, and just and, and worked him many times. Even after our, our program involved, we worked, we tagged together many times. But that particular match, um, and just it, I believe was that. The three stages of hell. The it was the lumberjack. That was the, where I got the pinfall shell shock victory over him. Then he put me through a table, and then was the third stage that was the ambulance. Right, if I'm not mistaken, on that, because the first one we had was the last man standing. If I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm correct on that, um, but this one, I'll tell you, a lot of it's it could be nerve wracking wrestling in front of all your colleagues 
uh, in getting getting a big you're in the the bit in the spotlight, and you have a lot of guys out there that aren't being used, and they're added as lumberjacks. And you know, I got along really well with the majority of the guys, pretty much everyone. And uh, but you got to really, I've always been good at being in the zone on that. And but you got to be really locked in. You have all these guys around the ring, and you can just feel everybody looking at you. It is. It's an entirely, and I had to do that a couple times. I did it with with guys around the ring, um, and watching you and stuff. It, it, it it's a different experience doing that and performing in front of that. Um, but I man, I loved every second of it. I thought it was uh, uh, I thought it was a very good match. I thought we told a good story with that, and uh, you know, it would have been nice to. Uh, have that program end with me getting the championship and having a run uh, as heel Ryback with with the championship, uh, but it was that was not uh, in the cards of the story they wanted to tell long term, and 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 it is what it is. But that that essentially was the end of the big Ryback push, and it, that ended the two months previously. We took away everything and, and, and turned heel. And then I transitioned to the bully stuff for a while, which worked very well. It was getting great heat before I went off for two more matches or, or the, the deal with Punk, um, where, where the final Hell in a Cell with Punk. That was pretty much the end of the, the big Ryback stuff. And then it was me and Axel, and that was great and a lot of fun. But um, the match was a good, good good time, man. I have nothing nothing negative or bad to say about it any of that. And uh, I thought we, we always tore it up on live events. And uh, as much as with me and Cena personally on things, I'll never say a bad thing about him in the ring ever. He's, 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 he's very good. And he, I learned a lot from him as far as listening. And, and it helped me as a baby face when I was done working with him. Um, he's worked with, with a lot of the greats and, uh, and he understands, uh, he has a good understanding of psychology and uh, and different things of of you don't need to do a million things to to get the crowd going, but he knows when and where uh, and why to do things. Uh, so I so from that standpoint, and you know, as much as we had BS going on and stuff at different times, we were both always very professional with each other. Um, and we had to, I'm telling you, there were times where it was fuck you, fuck you, after on for for having different ideas on things and that doesn't didn't never affected anything moving on at least in the ring uh as far as that with different things and by the way that was never me that brought that tone to him that tone was brought to me and you get what you you give me uh, in life and so he got talked to the same way he chose to talk to me at different times but once that that, that was very few very few and then down the road it was always very cordial and got along on that i just in that environment. And I'll, and I've, I've explained this to you guys. I'm going to pull this off here. I think uh, me and John in any other environment get along beautifully. Why would he, the number one guy want to go out of his way to let me take over from what he's doing? And that's why the two guys in the two top spots didn't like me. Point blank. And I'm okay with that. Because it, and it was, I had nothing against those guys. I just came in and worked really hard. I'm of the mindset, hey, we could all make more money together if we get more people over. Yeah, you might not be in that top spot at the time, but you're so over, you'll probably get it back in six months and I'm going to have to change some stuff. And, but like, they don't, 
they don't do business like that, unfortunately. And it, it ultimately hurt the product uh, in the long run. And again, that's Vince's fault at the end of the day, at the end, because he owns the company. But uh, I, I enjoyed that match a lot. Great question, Tyler. Yeah, Johnny, there's, there's, I don't know how else to tell people whether, and, and again, and I'll, and I'll just tell you from his standpoint, he physically, I did not put up with his BS. He, I'm telling you guys, I'm not making this up. If you saw how he talked to some other people, it would infuriate you guys. He never could do that with me and it ate him alive with that. And that's why he went and did what he did. And that's all there is to it. I'm, I, I have not a fearful bone in my body. I know what really happened with everything, and it is what it is. And people are going to believe he has a huge following. People are going to believe what they're going to believe. And, and I'm okay with that. But karma has worked itself out beautifully, I feel. Let me see. Was that a... Uh, PJ the Ripper. I don't know the name of the product I got on my nose. I'll have to look. I've posted it along like months ago. Um, it's very good. You just got to be very careful with it. I put too much of it on my nose, but I know it essentially it, it just scabs up and then whatever it's good for skin tags or if you have marks on your skin, it will scab it over and it, it, it just dissolves it. Essentially it heals over, falls off. And then I used to have a, a skin tag that was quite noticeable. That's completely gone now from that. And uh, it, it's great, but it, it essentially, it's like devote a week of your time, essentially, to having a mark on your face wherever you put it. Oh, good news for everybody. Um, we will be listing, I'm going to actually send the email over tonight. Um so check up on the website. It should be available either later tonight or early tomorrow. The Wake Up Unlimited Energy Pink Lemonade uh, because it is arriving at fulfillment tomorrow. So we're going to put it in stock here and uh, because then it'll be in the system by Wednesday. So orders will go out. Any orders will go out by Wednesday uh, with that. And uh, so, yeah, the Wake Up Unlimited Energy Pink Lemonade is about to be in stock again because we've had a lot of people uh, wondering about that. So. It's been out of stock for a couple months. A couple more shell shocks here out of Rybackville. Thanks for playing. Ah, thank you, Walter. Sophie, yeah, letting Sophie. I was hoping little guy would pop up. He popped up on the side of the table. They, uh, I like letting them make appearances in feeding time. I hope to be an old, old man and go back and watching those someday. And showing my grandkids. And, uh, and seeing little Sophie and little guy will make me very happy. So I like them when they show up on things. I got to actually go take them out for a walk in a little bit here too. They are, uh, those dogs, they, they live a good life. And it is as every dog should. They are, um, they're very loved and cared for. 
Uh, Justin, thank you, buddy. I bought my friend the Pumplex City in Wake Up Unlimited Energy. And they said it was the best pre-workout and pump formula they've taken. Said it uh, kept their heart rate up uh, and got a great workout in. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm telling you that it's going to be very hard for anybody to to look at the supplements that's familiar with supplements uh, and, and find a company that's giving more value, in my opinion. And not using the harmful sweeteners in, in, in artificial colors, right? So, uh, but these are designed based off what I know and what I know to work. Uh, and I, I use every single product. So that's a, a huge difference also is a lot of these companies, when they make formulas, they're not, they're not making it for themselves. So if you're not making something for yourself, you're just looking at numbers. You go, oh, we can cut that out. Oh, we don't need that either. Oh, let's get keep our margins this high. Whereas I go, how can I pack as much stuff to make this formula as great as possible with the knowledge that I have and the, the company that I work with and the food uh, scientist and the team that I work with, with them overlooking everything? What's the most value I can give that I, for me to perform at the highest level? So the mindset going into the brand is, is insanely different than the majority of companies. And not to say that there aren't owners of other companies that, that are involved like that. I just know a lot of them aren't. And they're looking at the things and they go, well, if we cut this, this, and this, and we switch, we use the artificial sweeteners and colors, we could save, you could save uh, $3 a unit on that alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care if they get cancer or any, give them poison. I don't care. That's not what I'm doing. And that's why I'm so passionate about this. And that's why it's been a success. And it's going to be a massive success as things continue to grow. 80% customer return rate says it all. The people, when they commit, they realize and they finally, it's, I, I truly try to give you guys as much value as possible. And yes, I have a business. Yes, it's about making money and living and being able to help my family and do things. But I try to give you as much value as humanly possible because I just, it, it's just, there's not enough of that, I believe, in business alone. And, I, and I've done a lot, read a lot of marketing books and sales books. And, and, and gotten pretty decent at it, I feel, with it. And, and the one thing at the end of the day is when you have customers that are returning, keeping your business growing and, and, and alive, you take care of them. Even if it cuts down on your margins, you try to, that's why I try to give you guys the gifts every month and to do the discounts, especially with everything going on with COVID. And it, because everybody wins in that manner. So. It's uh, I got to get that blueberry pump like city out. That's on that's on the schedule here to to get out very soon. So you guys, we're gonna have blueberry and cherry on the pumplex, and uh, I can't wait to get the blueberry out. It's so good. Another shell shock. We're actually gonna hit you with a meat hook, beyond meat hook first. Shell shock out of Ryback, uh, Bill. Uh, what did I think? Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me go ahead and get rid of that guy. What did I think of the 2012 Survivor Series? That was in Indian Indianapolis. Uh, it was is it Conseco Field or it was I believe that was the debut of the Shield, and uh, that was a very stressful day. Because we had to put together a triple threat with Michael Hayes as the producer. Who have you ever heard Cody talk about having to give Michael Hayes back the match? Which 
Cena and Punk uh, designated me, uh, and again, being the new guy, I, I would have done the same thing to make sure that I know the match, right? So no, no, no problem with that whatsoever. I never minded, actually, because it helped me really when we had pay-per-views and stuff and you laying out a lot of stuff, right? You need to know every little detail. And triple threats are much more difficult than the singles because you're dealing with three guys know what other guys are doing for when you get back involved, right? But I remember giving – Michael Hayes is like the most sporadic ADD individual you're ever going to meet. So you start giving him the match. He's writing it down. He's writing it down. He's writing it down. A diva walks. Oh, I got to go. He leaves. Goes. He comes back 15, 20 minutes later. He's mad because he doesn't know where you're at now because he just walked off to go to catering to grab a chicken wing or something, right? Whatever the case may be. And, it, and so giving Michael Hayes a match can take hours. Hours. Do you know how stressful that is? On, on days where you got to go out there and close out a show and you got a lot of responsibility. But it was, it, we, we always got it done. And, uh, but God, that was probably my least favorite thing was giving matches back to the producers. Because, because most of the time, live events, you just go out and do whatever. And then, especially once you really are going, it's just like, yeah, we don't map out every little thing, but they wanted to have every little thing mapped out for camera shots. And it's understandable with that. And it, so, but uh, I thought we did a great job of uh, debuting three new guys and in uh, beginning the, the beginning of the program with me and the Shield. Yeah, they were the Shield were wearing security clothes. They actually, I know they had some other ideas for them presented to come out and pretty ridiculous. I think they were like, I think, I don't know if Moxley talked about it. Were they originally like maybe wanted them to have shields? I'll always say, I always feel the WWE called them the shield to protect the WWE from me because they did not want me getting into the top spot with everything that was going on legally that had happened. And uh, I was very angry at them from the start. And uh, in the, with every, they, there was it, 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 the, the, the Ryback story is so much more than just what we saw in creative. And it was nothing that, like me, I got along with everyone, and, and I just will not let people walk all over me. And the legal stuff for my ankle injury with Nexus, I just feel forever tarnished anything that was ever going to happen. Had a hell of a career still with it, but as far as what what we could have had, nowhere near the potential of, of that that I feel a lot of us saw, right, with that. But, and I will say this, and I recognize that what was going on very early, and I tell you guys, and the Shield have talked about it, I told them it was when we, me, Cena, and, and Sheamus, Cena was going to have them beaten. They're going to beat the Shield. They would not have had the career they had. Cena was going to intervene in that whole thing, and he already did, and he was going to get the victory over them to start beating them very early on before they had gotten fully over yet. And they were sitting down. They were in the, the locker room, and, and I just said, you guys better go talk to Vince on this because I was already getting beat. I already saw, but I thought I was very positive, and I go, I can overcome this still. But and they had a lot of momentum. We were giving a lot of my energy to them, and I had more of a beef with with John that that I wanted to see somebody get the better of him because I knew what was going on, and a lot of the guys that knew knew, and that's why you'll see like the guys that know they, there's not that respect for John on, on that level because of a lot of this stuff in the ring, yes, but behind the scenes, not as much. 
and uh, they went and got the finish change. Unfortunately for me, it got put on me. John, it got put on me, and it backfired in a way, and I couldn't get out of it. And because the program was involving me and them to begin with, um, which at that time I still didn't think it was going to end the way that it ended with them costing me the title again at the, the ladder match with Punk and not getting any revenge at all after everything. So, but I thought we had a, a great match, uh, that Elimination Chamber too. I took the spear from Roman with Seth up in shell shock and I thought we protected me very well for that. Problem is, is when you have the guy that is arguably the hottest and you, you beat him multiple times, regardless of, of how you do it, it, it's never any good if you don't capitalize and finally pull the trigger, right? So I love those guys, though. I've worked with The Shield many, many times, and I have nothing but positive things to say about them. They're all very professional. They're all they're all very nice. They're all fun to work with. And, uh, and, and Roman is an entirely different breed than like a Cena or Punk. And he's because he's he's a normal human being. And I don't know, I'm not there now, I don't, but I, I don't think he, I, I would doubt he's changed much at all. <clears throat> yeah, and that is a 100% true account of that, of telling you what happened. I've talked about that before on here. Ah, thank you, Walter. Yeah, the Tough Enough uh, with the Basham brothers. That was, and they're two big, strong guys. That was, uh, I, and I was very, I'll tell you, there. I was very, in a very respectful, like, um, my mindset was a little different back then because I was so new. I didn't know it was, it was, uh, it, I didn't have as much of the killer instinct inside of me yet that I would develop after like my ankle injury. I was very nice and I just, nothing, it would take a lot to get me like upset or anything. And then after my ankle injury, then it, I would just became it, no more BS. Just kind of that and getting fired too. And from developmental and, and, going through some some real life stuff right hardened me up a little bit more so on that but those dudes were man i love the basham brothers they would have got fired that was a true story and i didn't know it at the time and i'm glad i didn't get the flag i would have i would have felt bad if i got the flag and those guys got fired um with that back then because in being a wrestler and knowing what they're going through and the pain that they're in and i wasn't going through that at the time we're just a bunch of young kids that that got offered you know i loved wrestling my whole life but i'm not living on the road i hadn't proven myself as a wrestler didn't know anything from from a pro wrestling standpoint as far as of, of we just got started that was the beginning i was 22 but those guys man yeah we got close we definitely got close instagram tiktok appreciate everybody for the love and support uh, I did not hear about Jeff Hardy TikTok. What happened? Can somebody on Ryback TV or Twitch tell me what happened with Jeff Hardy? I'm not. You got to remember, I, I live in Rybackville, where I, I it is. There is a very thick domed bubble in Rybackville. You guys are, are give me the news typically most of the time. Hello, hello. 
Tried to see uh, Hardy walked out on a match into the crowd. Mid-match and was sent home. Uh, why did he walk out of a match? Do we have any information on him walking out of a match? Was he injured? Sounds like it, that could be maybe an injury. Jeff Hardy is fine. He was just sent home. Internally happened that hasn't been released yet, and he was sent home. Yeah, well, I guess Jeff's a great guy. I always I've, I've got to work with him uh, a couple times on some independent events early on, and uh, him and Matt I, I I think are both great guys. So hopefully it's nothing too serious. Yeah, I definitely think, uh, especially the the Feed Me More Nutrition Finish It branch chain amino acids, we have a great electrolyte matrix uh, formula in there as well, um, as well as glutamine, uh, two and a half grams of glutamine per serving uh, that helps with recovery on that as well. But leucine is so important, especially if you're vegan uh, and getting getting added leucine into the diet. And, uh, and we've got a very healthy dose of that in there. So I, I think branch chain amino acids are... Um, Something, again, uh, with ours and not having the artificial sweeteners or colors, um, they do help with, with muscle soreness and, and having, I just think having a couple servings a day are great. And I think they're great too for people uh, that have a real tough time with eating and, and like as far as overeating uh, and having some little, a little, having something like at night sweet that, that could help maybe curb your cravings a little bit. I think they could be very beneficial. Uh, in numerous ways, but I take two scoops, sometimes four, uh, pretty much every day. Uh, what was my relationship like with Bray Wyatt? Me and Bray laughed every time we saw each other. Bray's a great guy. I love Bray. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I'm actually, thank you guys very much on Instagram. Our Instagram live has ended. They only allow one hour. I'm going to go ahead and just post that up. Uh, so I can get that out of the way uh, when I'm finishing up the shows, when I got to po post it on all the podcast platforms and everything after. Uh, Bray, Bray's a great guy, great hu human being uh, from all accounts. Um, I I've traveled with him, eaten with him, hung out with him, and uh, we came up through Florida Championship Wrestling together. And uh, I was, I think his release is still one of the biggest shocks to me. Uh, I, I don't understand it. I, I wasn't there. I don't know what's going on. I don't know, uh, ultimately what it does. I don't care what his contract was worth. He was worth every penny of it and still not making enough probably. Um, and I, and I know he was bringing in a lot more than whatever his downside was worth. So, but there's, there's a lot that, that, that goes on behind the scenes there. Um, and oftentimes what you read is stuff WWE puts out because they want to control the narrative and, and, and they will oftentimes make guys look bad uh, to the hardcore fan base. Uh, and then they've done this, they've done this dating back since Vince jr's taken over and he, they've always controlled and they, 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 they have their little stooges that when they want to get certain information out, um, hold on, we'll get another guy out of here, block out of Rybackville that they will, they will push that stuff out. And it is what it is with that. But Bray, Bray, I loved wrestling him, man. And uh, just one of the most creative, fun guys to work. I have wrestled in Russia twice. That was a very, uh, man, I've been all over the world. I've been very lucky 
uh, to get to travel the world and realize that I, I don't think traveling the world is anything I care about. <laughs> In the sense of, I'm glad I got to do it. Uh, but as far as wrestling and traveling, though, I'm like, I like being home. I'm a homebody at the end of the day. You're like, well, you can go on a beach and go do this. I'm like, yeah, I'm super happy with just my dogs around. Or my dogs, I would never take my dogs to another country or like, you know, I like to control my environment and, and I'm like, I'm so like, I'm so contented at peace, you know, with just being happy. And then I, and I, and I, and I, and I go all in on what makes me happy. Good to see all of you. We have a few stooges and uh, marks in the chat tonight, but as always, we shell shock them out and uh, they disappear forever. Thank you. Thank you. We'll go ahead and a couple of those others shell shocked out of here. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching the Patriots and Bills tonight. You guys can watch the ASMR video is now at 2.2, approaching 2.3 million views on Ryback TV. Uh, I have not put a singlet on in a bit, Walter. I'll have to see. I should. They should still fit uh, as they used to, so. My nose is okay, thank you. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. It's just a scab from some cream I had to put on for a skin tag thing. It should be gone within a couple, two or three more days. It's been here since Friday. But I think this is the first show I've done since Thursday, so. I loved Kane, loved working Kane, talking to Kane. Kane's a great individual, great guy. I have a massive respect for Kane. He always talked to me. Uh, very professionally uh, early on as far as giving advice. And uh, he he even, uh, I remember, you know, early on when I got up there and, and was getting popular, just like he 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 pulled me aside and and it was just like, look, this is going really fast. You know, he goes, I know it's probably a lot to digest and process. Like he goes, you just got up here and like he goes, it's like it, it, it's taking off. But he just gave me some, some cool, calm advice. Um, just, just top guy advice. And I always respect him. And he treated me, he didn't, he didn't, he, he, he already was set. He had his money. He, uh, he was, he, he had no ego. He, he, so I was, there was just no games with him. And that's why and guys like that, Jericho is the same way. Treated me with respect. Just good, just good business, man. Hello, hello. Do a couple more shell shocks out of Rybackville. Uh, yeah, about me and Bray. You know, Bray, actually, there was an idea pitched. Um, this is before he debuted with the Wyatt family. Uh, and I told him, and we he 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 joked about this. He, there was a pitch to debut with me, uh, and I and I talked about this before with him. This was before he did the Wyatt family stuff. 
And I just said, like, oh, look, I want to be on my own. I don't, this was before I, I was, I don't, I think I was just turning heel, but I, I was already going through the BS and a lot of stuff. I, and I like me and Bray, I didn't want him getting involved with me because of the stuff going on with me legally with WWE. It just wasn't, it, I just felt like it wouldn't have been good for him. And then I even like, and, and he understood. And we always, we always just spoke very honestly. And, uh, and I, but I just, I wanted to be on my own. And, uh, <clears throat> and then he went off and did way better things anyways than what we would have done for that time. Cause I think I was doing like the bullying stuff when that, I, was that the time or maybe even a bit prior, but whatever it was, he ended up, was it maybe, had I even debuted? I'm trying to think the timeline now of when this conversation with me and him, because he was the one that told me about it. I can't remember. But either way, I thought everything worked out for the best for him, regardless on that. And uh, Wyatt family, to me, was was absolutely amazing. Hello, hello. TikTok. We'll see. We'll do one more question before we wrap up today's uh, show. Uh, how is my relationship with JR? I got along great with JR. He wasn't in WWE when I was there. We did a segment together. He was, I believe, we. I remember having breakfast one morning uh, with him at the same table. Uh, always very positive interactions with him. And, uh, and I did his podcast when I left WWE. We talked for a bit uh, when we weren't on the air. And uh, I always have had respect for JR and no, nothing bad. Nothing bad. He's, uh, and, I, and I, I know he's going to be fine with everything, but, you know, he's definitely, um, you know, with everything that's happened in his life. And, and I, I definitely feel for him and, and with everything with his, with his wife and, uh, I'm happy he's back in wrestling, and I hope he commentates uh, until he doesn't want to commentate anymore. Uh, the nose is talked about in the beginning of uh, the show. Everything is fine, though. It'll be gone in a few days. It's just a scab uh, from some cream I had to put on my nose for a little skin tag. All right, guys. Yeah, dude, Kevin Nash. I love talking to Nash. Nash, intelligent, funny, uh, when we were in Columbia the week, man, just BSing and laughing nonstop. I, I like Nash a lot. We have different political views a little bit, but I, I, I'm not even political. I think that's the difference. I'm not political <laughs> in the sense of, but other than that, he, uh, I, I love the guy. And with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up tonight's show. I got to get some work done, take the dogs out as well. And, uh, watch some football and a little bit of wrestling later on. Check out Feed Me More Nutrition, feedmemore.com. Free shipping all of December uh, on the website, all domestic shipping free and the free gym bag, drawstring gym bag uh, as the free gift. Sign up for my email and text message to get 25% off. It's in the menu bar to sign up for those things uh, to get the newsletter, a message a week on each one uh, with exclusive discounts, not made available anywhere else. And you get 25% off your next two orders. Uh, thank you guys for watching, as always, or listening. This podcast is available on all podcast platforms. Your iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. Uh, if you get a minute to pop on there to give an iTunes review, uh, I, I say thank you in advance for that. 
And with that, guys, stay hungry, my friends. Until next time, feed me more.